Here we go. Well, all I want for Christmas is you. Uh, I mean, wait, we're live now. Oh. Oops. Now it's weird. Started the show right. This got creepy. Yep. Right like, quick. How right, many seconds in? Right out of the gate. I came uh. right down your chimney. I mean, oh, oh God. Oh. Mm, it's going to be a white Christmas. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Why you got to gay it up right at the, the top of it's the a, hour? It's a holiday that is all about being merry and gay. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm, there's maids a milking and swans a swimming and... I've never understood no, the meaning of that song. I, I don't understand any of that song. I think I've discussed that on the Heidi and Frank show from 10 to noon. <laughs> every every <God>. day. <laughs> oh, boy. Every time that plug. Every day. But I I don't understand why you would want all those things. Why you'd want... Well, maybe it's a medieval thing. Like, you would want all those maids a-milking, and you'd want swans a-swimming. Like, but that's that's the signs of a good, plentiful kingdom. Swans. No, no. You kill the swans to eat them. It's like having the Christmas duck... Oh, but swans. But they're swans. I've never heard of eating uh, I'm swans. I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> just go with it. Yeah, eating swans. Yeah, swans are delicious. It's a delicacy. Yeah, they're the ugly duckling. <laughs> yeah! <God. laughs> Talk about a turducken. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not necessarily looking forward to Christmas this year. No? No. I mean, I... I'm looking forward to the break I have from having to do this show with you. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> it's our last show of 2011. Yeah, it's crazy. It's technically, I think, if everything works out according to plan, it's mm-hmm. our last show in Frank's backyard. I'm hoping so. <laughs> this, yeah. Uh, we, there's a lot in store for the Toad Hop Network. Yeah. And people have only seen the tip of the iceberg on what's coming. Mm-hmm. No. You've only seen the tip of my iceberg, people. There's so much my more. My iceberg's coming. There's a lot more coming? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, there's a, there's lot a whole the lot in the works, and I'm very excited about everything. And uh, I would like to personally take a minute uh-huh. and thank Frank Kramer, thank the Toad Hop Network Absolutely. for letting us do a show, a silly, stupid little show Stup- where I get to talk to my best friend That's right. once a week. It's forced hangout time. It is. We we've gotten it's well. It's technically the only way we would hang out. Yeah. Anymore, because well, you're so busy with everything else. All these exciting developments on the network. Yeah. And you're working like thirty hour days. No, I'm I I'm just putting in. I'm probably putting in a normal day's work to somebody else. Uh-huh. But because I've been in radio for so long, <laughs> I think anything right. longer than three hours is rough. I'm like whoo. Lunch oh break boy. time. It's time to get Ooh. out of here. Wow. <laughs> I feel in this... like I've been sitting here forever. <laughs> I just gotta. <sighs> yeah. No, but I have. I've had a good year. Uh, we had year. a great year. Yeah. We've had how many? How many shows have we had? Do this you know? I think is our twenty-second show. Twenty-second show. Twenty-second show. I believe. Twenty-two weeks of us. Of us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, I'm Internet. Sorry. Yeah. And we our first live show this past weekend. Yeah, we had that. I mean, that's our first live comedy performance. I guess it is, who, isn't it? Who would have thought? We've, I mean, we've performed. We've been, we've, you know, somewhat of a comedy duo for a couple of years now. Right. But it's mostly scripted or... It's been uh, scripted. It's been on camera. Mm-hmm. It's been... But this was a live stage show mm-hmm. where we actually got paid to be there mm-hmm. and do a fun time and had a live audience there and... Some of the jokes landed and some of the jokes didn't. Yeah, there were there were mixed reviews, man. Yeah. I gotta be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, I had people come out up to me saying, "Oh man, that was that was hilarious." Right. And then I had other people come up to me and be like, "Hey, you'll get them next time, buddy." <laughs> really? Yeah, huh? I did. You can't win them all. 
No, but I, I think overall, it was a really fantastic event. Yeah, it was a great time. We had a, a we had such a good time. And the yeah. karaoke with yeah. Mr. Mr. Miyagi oh my God. went off. Even uh, the amazing Heidi, which was one of the oddest uh, events I've ever witnessed. You know what? In we person. were pushing <laughs> pushing the amazing Heidi. Right. We had copy points. For those of you who don't understand radio terminology, we're explain kind of, it to us, Eric. We're kind of idiots. Anybody talking in a microphone, we just sort of have to. You got to give us sort of bullet points on what to say, right. or we're going to read it. Mm-hmm. Even if it says, do not read this part, we'll read that out loud. No, we do we just... not read this part <laughs> on Sunday night. Yeah. So so the amazing Heidi was on the copy points. Right. I had no idea who she was. Mm-hmm. Nobody around here really knew. Nobody down there knew. Yeah. And then out crawls from the bathroom, because the bathrooms were underneath the stage, right. behind and underneath the stage, out crawls from the bathroom, what looked like the crypt keeper in a tutu. Yeah. I swear to God, the no. crypt keeper in a tutu. Yeah. And she had all this equipment from the 1940s is mm-hmm. what it looked like. Yeah. Like circus equipment. I thought like she little was stools a, that stacked yes. on top of each other yes. and hoops. I had no idea what was going on. It was nuts. And she was I thought that how, was the amazing Heidi's mom. Yeah, how old would you think she was? Honestly? Yes. 78. Okay. Yeah. I I thought I she, she was, was amazing, I, but it, I was just amazed when she opened her mouth and took a breath. Right. That was what was amazing I, about it. it. I think what is amazing about her act is that every single trick could be her last. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you're you're watching for. Yeah. I'm just with bated I'm breath. amazed that he she didn't break all her little bones. Yeah. But we got hammered. Yeah, we did. Um, we shut down the place shut, with some folks. We shut down... Two places with some folks. Yeah. Which was amazing. Did you hear about the guy who got locked in the bathroom? <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did. I can't remember his name. He called up on the Heidi and Frank show, and we had a conversation with him. And mm-hmm. I didn't know that, that the extent to which he was hammered. Right. But it turns out that he he got so drunk that he went in the bathroom mm-hmm. to throw up. Okay. So he puts his head on, on the, the toilet uh, seat. On the toilet seat. Right. Next thing he knows... He wakes up on the floor. Uh Every light is out. What? Every single light in the whole place. And the security people had not checked the bathroom. So nobody checked before they closed up to make sure people were out of the bathroom. I I couldn't believe it. Wow. He was just laying on the floor. They had turned off all the lights. They had shut the place down, closed all the doors. Well, in in retrospect, he did get a free place to stay for the night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He didn't need a hotel room. Yeah, our whole show. We should look into that the next time we go somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. That might be a a strategy to cutting costs. Have you ever done that? Passed out in a place and gotten walked in? Like in a bathroom? No. But I remember reading, there was a book series about these kids that lived in a museum and they would stand on top of the toilets. Right. Because they would just check underneath the stall. Oh, okay, yeah. So the kids would get in there and they'd put their put their feet up mm-hmm. and then the security guard would check and then they'd have, you know, the whole night to themselves in the museum. And I remember thinking that was so cool, like... And I they would, would just live that. in a museum. Yeah, they lived I, in a museum. I feel like I remember that story. It was, I'm sure it's one of those books that everybody read. Yeah, it's from our childhood. Right. Um, I've passed out in the bathroom before. You have? Yeah, you were there. Oh. Yeah, you weren't really there to help me out very much. You're welcome. You were uh, doing... When was this? This was at the Squatters premiere. Oh. That was... Uh... Well, I was busy. I was organizing everything. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm i not mad at you or anything. Right. But you didn't really help me out. Uh-huh. I mean, my best friend was there. Right. But I don't remember my best friend being a part of... Helping me to the car. True, but the, but in in my small defense, my brother mm. came into town for that event. Yeah, and he got so hammered. Yeah, they kicked him out of the bar, <laughs> which I'll never forget because 
okay, you have served someone to the point of excess, mm-hmm. and now you're going to turn them out into Hollywood yep. to fend for themselves. But aren't you liable for that person? I guess not. I guess, yeah. So I'd never say in New York they would not let you just stroll out into the street. Oh, really? If they thought you weren't going to make it home, okay. They would. They would call you a cab. They call you a cab, or they'd keep you there and let you sober up a little. Wow. Like maybe it's that struggle in New York of people looking out for each other. But here they're like, "Fuck this guy. Yeah, you're done. Get out." So I had to then drive my brother home mm-hmm. in the middle of the premiere. Drove back to my place. Oh, you were gone. Off. Yeah, I left, came back to then take down all the equipment and Oh, I don't set remember up. that at all. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and literally, I probably would have been as drunk as you if I had not been running everything that night. Well, I don't necessarily... I that's, that's I, the thing. I was wor- in work mode the whole time that I didn't get to celebrate, so you were celebrating for both of us. Yeah. I, I had a good time for both of us. Yeah. I had a little too good of a time oh boy. for both of us. Sounds, sounds delightful. No, it really wasn't mm. because I hadn't eaten. That was my problem. Right. I hadn't eaten there all was free the food day long. The event. No, I got there after like food oh, okay. was, was served or whatever. Pinch. Fashionably late means unfed right. a lot of times. Right. So I went in the bathroom. I, I remember walking in the bath, seeing mm. the bathroom sign. Someone said, go that way. <laughs> You know, you have to talk to to a drunk like a, a child. Right. Go in, go that way with yeah. your body. Open the door with your hand, and uh, I don't remember anything beyond the bathroom door. Wow. Yeah. So you just woke up in your bed the next morning. No, I I slightly remember laying on uh, a fan of the show. Oh, okay. I thought I thought like a desk fan. No, no, like no. I was imagining, <laughs> and you're like laying on it asleep. I'm going, Luke, <laughs> yeah. I am your father. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I, when you're like, I'm laying on a fan. That's what I thought you were talking about. No, he was a fan of our okay. show, of the Squatter Show. What? And, Those don't uh, exist. They helped me to a car. The limo. What, what, did we have a limo? Well, Frank and you came in a limo. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah. Oh, thanks for reminding Yeah, so I went back and Frank carried me inside. Nice. That's what happened. Like, put daddy putting little baby Eric to bed. Yeah, Frank's like our daddy around here. Yeah, he's the big daddy. You don't want to piss the daddy off sometimes. If daddy ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Are you looking forward to Christmas? I am, actually. I'm going to get to go home. Well, that's which awesome. Which I'm excited about. And yeah. then Lady's coming home with me. She's going to meet the folks for the first time. No. Yeah. The first time? First time. That's the first time hearing about this. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a big step, it is, dude. It's a big deal. It's are a... you sure you guys are ready for that? Yeah, I think so. You spent it apart last year? Uh, yeah, last year. Okay. So. And then this year? Well, she's still going to come back here for the actual day. Oh, you're not spending the day together. We're not spending the day together. So you're spending the time up to the day. Right. We're spending Hanukkah together. Oh, okay. <laughs> Essentially. What I don't celebrate that? Hanukkah, but we're celebrating I don't those know anything days. about Hanukkah. You don't? No, nothing. I don't I I can't say that I'm this, you know, incredibly educated man on the subject. But I did see a bunch of Hebrew on your computer when I walked by. Well, because what I thought would be fun mm-hmm. is um in the spirit, because you're you've been complaining about hating Christmas. Yeah, well, it's not that I hate Christmas. Uh-huh. I'm just not looking forward to it. And by the way, it's seven thirty tonight. We got a we got a segment coming up where you can call up yeah. and bitch about Christmas because I think a lot of people this year or tweet us because on on Twitter people mm-hmm. are complaining hashtag I hate Christmas all over the place. Yeah, do that too. Yeah, so uh, you can tweet us at Squawkast using hashtag I hate Christmas. I think a lot of people are wanting to turn to Hanukkah yeah. at this point. At this point, yeah. It's well. The thing about Hanukkah, here's what I never understood. It seems like, and I don't want to offend you, mm-hmm. but it seems like the Christian religion, yeah, just ripped off holidays and events and ceremonies from 
Jewish, you know, culture and from, uh, what's it called? The pagan culture. Sure. Yeah. They just convert. They're like, Oh, you guys want to celebrate? Cool. That's now about Jesus. Yeah. They, they, they're <laughs> exactly known for doing that. Right. So here's the thing. They took Easter, which is a, uh, a holiday celebrating fertility. Right. And they said, Nope, about Jesus. About Jesus. Instead. Right. So. And chocolate. What, what I don't understand is you took an eight day festival of lights. Yeah. Which I can only think of in the, because I've seen the movie Tangled recently. Oh. And the, the festival of lights they do where they put the lights up in the air, which looks awesome. I want to do that at some point. All right. In life, like a million people putting a light in the air. Let's do that. That'll be our next party. Yeah. Can we hold hands and be in a rocking boat? Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's a different part of the movie. <laughs> um, so they took an eight day ceremony of gift giving and lights and festivity and, you know, really taking into account, like making the best of what you have. Cause I believe it's that they were running low on oil. And that this oil was blessed and it burned for eight days. Is that and, true? Or did you just make that up? No, I believe that's the the original story of Hanukkah. All right, Jews, we're having a Hanukkah discussion. <laughs> so <You> gotta, call up <laughs> two Southern Christian white honkies yeah. talking about Judaism. Yeah, I so, want to know. No, I don't know anything I, about it. I, I be- know it's I like a lot of that days. Is the principle. I believe that's the principle behind it. All right. So the oil so, was so it's celebrating making the most out of what you have. And instead, we turned it into this glorification of just giving stuff to people that they don't want and mm-hmm. that you can't afford. And it's one day only. Yep. And it's so commercial. And there's a fat guy in a red suit. And there's <laughs> deer with antlers. And they fly. And <sighs> children get everything they want. Anything in the world. I was reading up on the origin of Santa the other day. Uh-huh. St. Nicholas was actually, Mm -hmm. now someone call up and correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is what I read, is that St. Nicholas appeared in something like 300 A.D. for the first time, you know, a long-ass time ago, and he was known for his generosity. He Mm -hmm. had lots of riches, and he'd give it to everybody else, and he'd go around doing good deeds, but the reason he started his St. Nicholas-dom Mm -hmm. was... That there were three girls that were being sold as whores. What? And he bought them and then freed them. Really? Yeah, he bought whores. <laughs> That's how Santa became Santa. Oh. He so, bought hookers. So who's the modern day Santa <laughs> that just buys up hookers and, and then releases them, into the, them into the wild? <laughs> Man, I I was so that blown be, away when man, I read now, that. Now that is something worth celebrating. <laughs> And putting up a big, colorful bush about. Mm-hmm. So everybody this year, to celebrate the true spirit of Christmas, I think you should everyone trim a hooker's should go tree. Bu- <laughs> buy a hooker. Buy a hooker, okay. And then set her loose. And set her loose. Mm-hmm. All right. I like this holiday that you've... This, this Christmas spirit that you're getting into. I think that would put me in a better mood. Put you in a much better mood. If Christmas was about buying hookers. Sure. <laughs> See, well, uh, we have uh, Gager Anthony, uh, who came and partied with us all night long. Oh, I saw his penis. This past weekend. Eric saw his penis. Mm-hmm. Um, he writes, I hate Christmas because there's no hot man under my tree. Oh. But see, your solution yeah. is perfect. Anthony, you can go buy yep. a man hooker mm-hmm. and set him free. <laughs> it's the Christmas spirit. It is. It it's, is. It's all in the name of Santa Claus. It's the gift that keeps giving, really. <laughs> the true holiday spirit except your gift sort of gives to anybody that's the problem it's not a it's not a exclusive gift <laughs> well, it'll sort of give to anyone well it, it, it gives to that hooker 
I'm sure that hooker is very grateful. <laughs> so anyway, about uh, Judaism. About Judaism. <laughs> so oh, so I thought about um, we could play dreidel. I don't know how to play dreidel. Well, do you I know how to play dreidel. I, I taught myself how to play dreidel. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, I I acquired a dreidel and I went to myjewishwife.com. <laughs> Can't, this is so offensive. Can't make, how's that offensive? You, I'm trying to learn about other cultures. Like usually, we get an expert on something to teach us about. We had no expert on pirates. Yeah, true. We had no expert on Indians. <laughs> we have no expert on penis. <laughs> well, and we do a whole segment. That's debatable. Review. Well, <laughs> I mean, you knowing your way around a cock is different. Oh. Than being an expert, went right for it. Well, yeah. There's a lot of people who study something for a long time without knowing anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I I have a dreidel, mm-hmm. um, and it has four different symbols. Okay, on each side. Now let me see each one. All right. So we have uh, what's called. I bu- I'm probably going to butcher this, mm-hmm. so you can get mad at me, or you can call triple eight five two zero four three seven four. Yeah, you have no right to bitch if you don't tell call. me how the hell you say this stuff. Eight 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 five two zero four three seven four, or tweet tweet us using at Squawkcast and write it phonetically. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have this, which I believe is called the nun. Okay, that looks sort of like a horseshoe. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. And like a sideways horseshoe. Yes. So w- the rule is w- when we begin, kind of like poker, how you ante up, yeah. we'll each put in a gold coin. Oh, we have these. You we put have these, these over here. Chocolatey coins. Yeah, okay. Chocolate in these. Right. Okay. So you put in a coin, yeah. and if this comes up, then nothing happens. What do you mean? Like if it, it lands we, with that up. If it lands with that up, with the none up. Game over. No, not game over. Oh. My, my turn is over, and we just leave... Oh, okay. It as it is. All right. Then we go in another round and we put in another gold coin. Okay. Then um, the next symbol is this one, which looks like the nun, but it has a little tail on it. Mm-hmm. And it's called a gimel. Okay. Or a gimel, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, and that means I get everything in the pot. Everything. It's gambling? It's gambling. This game is gambling this game for is children? gambling for children. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This is a, this is a gambling issue. Okay. So I don't understand. The, how do you have more symbols than that? You've got the one, if you land one on it. One means nothing, one nothing, means everything. everything. <laughs> All right, so then you go to this symbol, which kind of looks like a pie. Like yeah, pie it does. Math. Or a gun, dri- a dripping gun. A dripping gun, yes. That's yeah. probably more accurate. Okay, so um, I'm going to guess that means everybody just keeps their ante. This means hay, which means half, so yes. Okay. Everybody keeps their ante. All right. Um, or if there were more of us playing, I would just get half. Oh, okay. Of the pot. Okay. But between us, we would just split it back well, to Well, between us, I get half, and the, yours stays in. It stays in? Yeah. Oh, and then... Dick. <laughs> yes. I made these rules up, and therefore I'm a dish. <laughs> and then shin is the last one, and it means I have to put another one in. Okay. Put another gold coin in. All right, let's play. All right, so let's I play. got it. So let's take one gold do coin. Do I have one, or do we share the same one? We share the same dreidel. Oh, do you don't have an extra, so we don't have to throw it back I, and there's forth? There's an extra one over there okay, in that it. bag, if you can reach that slowly. There you go. <laughs> I believe it's the pink dreidel, though, so, uh, oh, hey. I got the pink one. You got the pink one. All righty. All right. So we'll throw in one gold coin. Okay. We're playing dreidel. Can I eat one? What's happening? No. Not yet. Okay. You can eat your winnings. So then I'll spin it, and it came up on the shin, which so is... I have to put one in. Oh, okay. So I put one in the pot. All right. So, so now it's your I turn. I broke mine. You broke your dreidel? Is that a problem? 
I Mine's mean, in two pieces. Uh, no. uh, a broken dreidel just doesn't spin right, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's still functional in some capacity. All right, here we go. All right, spin that bad boy. Oh, uh, this oh. is actually fun. I actually yeah, really like fun? this. All right, what's that mean? What is it? I think nothing. Hold happens. it up so I can oh, see. Oh, this it. thing, the horseshoe. The nothing horseshoe happens. is none, which means nothing happens. Okay, so we leave our money. In. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so now I'm going to spin. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of Oh, shin again. Oh, shin. Oh, shin. <laughs> so I put in another one. All right. So now. I have three coins in, and you have one. All right, what'd you roll? I got the one with the tail. The I, one get with the tail. You get everything. Yeah, I get everything. You get everything. Oh, no. I'm the winner. You got all my... Go- well, I still have one gold coin left. All right. All right. Well, it's almost time for break. Let's eat some... All right, so we'll just eat the chocolate? I don't know. How do you open it? So you won dreidel? Is it? Is this really what Jews do? They <laughs> gamble? This is all they do. They gamble for really cheap coins. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I, I I, imagine that there's more to it than that. But, but these um, are hard. Yeah. Hmm. This is hard chocolate. Oh, it's good, though. Yeah. This is what Jews eat. Yeah? This is what Jews eat. Hmm. You Very said good. it, not me. So, that's good, though. Yeah, it's very good. Good chocolate. Well, happy Jew Day. Happy, uh... That's a good look. You got a little right here, though. Oh, uh, something here? Mm-hmm. Like there? Yeah, you gotta rub it really hard. I gotta rub it really hard? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, well, almost. You almost got it. I almost got it? I got it, right? Uh, almost. Oh. Okay. <laughs> What's so funny? Nothing. No? Nothing. All right, we're going to take a break. We have to take a break? Yeah, it's break time. Oh. I have a question, though, before we take a break. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing when we come back? Uh, we have got micro brouhaha. Micro brouhaha. Or uh, what are we calling it this week? Oh, I believe this week it's called micro brouhaha. Because we're doing uh, Hebrew beer. Oh, Hebrew. The, yeah. The beer. The All beer right. is, it's called Hebrew, the chosen beer mm-hmm. from Schmaltz Brewing Company. Sweet. So we'll have that when we come back. Then we got some drunk news, and I've got some doozies. Oh, drunk you got some stories. doozies coming up? And uh, coming after that, then we're going to be bitching about Christmas. Cool. Or I'm going to be bitching. Can we go out on a Tweet of the Week? Of course we can. Awesome. Can I play the sound effect? Yeah. Is that okay with you? Nope. All right. This week's Tweet of the Week is from Cranberry Person. Hey, careful with that iPod, man. That was expensive. So, you didn't pay for it. And that's how my kid learned the truth about Santa. <laughs> <laughs> that's our Tweet of the Week. I like it. Yep. Uh-huh. Did you know Santa was not real when you were young? What are you talking about? When did you learn? Santa is real. This is the Squatcast on the Toad Hop Network. We're going to go to a break. Call us up, 888-520-4374, or tweet us using at Squatcast. We will be back in just a minute. This is the Squadcast on the Toad Hop Network. This is the Squadcast on the Toad Hop Network.
That was Billy Mack with Christmas is All Around. Oh, boy. It was gorgeous. Name that movie. I love Actually. Fag. Why? <laughs> it's a great movie. It is. I that, love that it, That actually too. is one of my, like, go-to holiday movies. Yeah. It's my guilty pleasure. I think it's a good the, one. On the old Christmas I movie really list. like that moment when Kira Knightley figures out that the guy's in love with her. Oh, come on. Really? You don't like that? I love that vi- when she's looking at the video and it's all about her <sighs> and... That's that's the moment all the girls like when they watch that movie. Well, my I'm a girl. You really are. I guess I'm a girl. I thought the best part of that movie was the awkward naked conversation. (laughs) That was pretty funny. Every time I think of that movie, I think of the awkward naked conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm going to watch that with my girlfriend tonight. I think that's how that's going to go down. I I might watch it with you tonight, (laughs) if that's how that goes. Well, I was talking about you. Down. Oh, oh, okay. That was code. Good. Oh, that was co- that was our code. Yeah. Wow, we're really good at this code. So, are we gonna drink now? Uh, yes. Okay. It's time for Hebrew ha ha. We haven't picked a great name. Is it is it micro Jew ha ha or Hebrew ha? Well, I think Hebrew ha ha fits because this week's 
Hebrew Haha is the actual beer Hebrew from Schmaltz Brewing Company. Now, this is sort of a sacrilegious brewing company. I think it's hilarious. The Schmaltz Brewing Company is dedicated to crafting delicious beer and delicious shtick. Lahayim. And we have three of their brews for this. uh, I just love the labels. Um, This one is Hebrew, the chosen beer, Mm -hmm. Genesis Ale. Okay. Then we have Messiah Bold. And then you've got the third one over there. You can tell me what that one says on it. This one on it says, Origin Pomegranate Ale. Origin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's from the homeland. Yeah, I got it. So I'm I'm excited Real funny. to try Jews. this. Out. Wow. Or do you think they're Jews who made the beer? I think you can't not be. Right. Like, well, like, it, says, it says on the, uh, the front, it says, Meet the Mishpa. Yeah, I couldn't make a beer that's like Muslim Brewing Company. Yeah, and he's... <laughs> We're the bomb. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I couldn't do that. You can only drink it when facing west. <laughs> you should You should look into that, though. That might be amazing. Yeah, but I couldn't. No. I can't do that because I'm not Muslim. The problem is you couldn't export it because it <laughs> yeah. would be unsafe to mail. Uh-huh. And you couldn't carry it on airplanes. Uh-huh. So I think that they have to be Jewish. Right. they got to be Jews. All right. I, I would believe that they probably are. So let's see how the Jews make beer. He's very, very um, humble, whoever the uh, Jeremy Cohen, the founder, mm-hmm. because he has this little blurb where it's like me all about him. And all he does is talk about how he's so thankful to everybody else that helped him make the brewery. Oh, wow. And then he has a list of all these people and their email addresses so that you can contact them and thank them yourself for him for on his behalf for, uh, you know, helping him put the uh, brewery together. Well, that's kind of nice. Oh, it's but so it, nice. The way it's worded makes it sound like write them and tell them how thankful you are for me. Right. For Thank you for I think that's going to be on making the new Jeremy website. Cohen's. <laughs> yeah. Thank Frank Kramer for him. <laughs> for him. <laughs> Good. Um, but they do have these videos down here uh, that look like the traditional guys with the beards gotcha. and the locks and the hats. So I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. That there's a little heart as well as a little humor in here. All right. Have you tried one of them yet? No, I haven't. I was talking enough so that I would hopefully. I don't know. Vamp. I don't know what I'm supposed to be drinking. Well, I think we should probably. It, it all began with the Book of Genesis, so yes. let's start with the Genesis Ale. All right, you go first. With is a smooth and distinctive white brown ale, mm-hmm. and it says it's got a Jew on it, and he's raising two beers joyfully, saying "Lachaim." Yes, and he's around the uh, the San Francisco Bridge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Look at that. And and all of the, like, temples in San Francisco, mm-hmm. I guess, are represented on the label. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's a nice, crisp little beer. It's fine. It's a, in the beginning, there was an idea, and it was good. A gourmet kosher microbrew oh. to celebrate the bounty of our own American land of milk and honey. It's fine, the Genesis Ale. Let's yeah. move on. Though. All right. Yeah, it's not fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys. Um, you want to go to Messiah Bold? Yes, please. Messiah Bold. All right. That's a, that's a rich and robust dark brown ale. Now, this has a little more taste to it. Mm-hmm. It won't be the kind of taste you like, but there is a little more taste going on here. Yeah, I like it better, actually. And this is, as commanded, we at Hebrew Beer have been fruitful and multiplied our offerings. If It feels like I really should have done a Living with Jesus segment. You really should have. Because they have more puns than I do. Well, I don't have a Jesus. living with Jesus. I don't care. I want to hear it. Jesus died and rose again. Now he lives in 
you know, I actually can comment on uh, living with Jesus this week. Yeah, what's um, it like uh, around his birthday? Does that's, he get that's all what excited? I was going to say. Is it's kind of awkward because um, I didn't know what to get him. Yeah, what do you get Jesus? What do you get the King of Kings? Yeah, who has everything. Um, the other thing is, I mean, I didn't know, do I bring gold, frankincense, or myrrh? Uh-huh, yeah. Like, is is that obligated? Or is he over it? Yeah, is it just like, come on, guys, a couple yes. thousand years. Seriously. I've got all that I can take. Give me an Xbox. But the value of gold is so up now. Yeah. That I thought, you know. Yeah, sure. Maybe cash for gold. I wonder if Jesus does get upset up there in heaven. Yeah. That everybody's buying presents for everybody else. Except for him? Except for... For me. I mean, it's my birthday. That's true. People buy everybody else presents right. on my birthday. Well, and Santa gets all the credit. Yeah, the, exactly. Right. I Imagine mean, on your birthday. Your mm, birthday comes up. Right. You're getting really excited. Yeah. It's, it's uh, what is yours, in May? Yeah. And so you're getting all excited. It's May, May 1st, May 2nd. My birthday's coming up. Mm. Your day gets there. Your birthday comes. And then sh- my girlfriend and I exchange presents to each other right in front of your face. And then a fat creepy guy takes all the credit yeah how excited would you be about that i would be pretty pissed about that you get nothing no i got nothing you get you get to die for the sins of all humanity but i did get jesus a dvd oh what does jesus like to watch well i don't want to give it away in case he's listening oh but you know well now he knows he's getting a dvd yeah but he can tell based on the box what does jesus watch triple eight five two oh four three seven four what's jesus's favorite show all right so we got one more beer and it seems to be the origin pomegranate ale it's an imperial amber ale mm-hmm. brewed with luscious pomegranate juice Ooh, pomegranate see that sounds good for me i like those fruity beers oh you'll like this one oh yeah. you've already tried it i just had a taste oh i literally just took I a taste while you were reading the description i didn't see you do that oh well, i snuck it in yeah? No, no, no. You don't like any of the Hebrew. No, I'm not a big fan of Hebrew. Man. I'm a I'm a bigger fan of Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So you're a, a true Catholic through and through, or a true Christian <laughs> yeah, through and through. You know, I'm going to go in order of taste. I'm going to go, I, I mean, I'm going to go with the pomegranate ale to right. start. I figured that would be your number one. Then the Messiah Bowl. Uh-huh. And then the, gen- I don't know, they're all fine. They're all fine. There's not a, a you know, exceptional Mm-mm. beer here. No. I wouldn't call any of them the king of kings. Mm-hmm. Good one. Well, Budweiser's the king of beers, right? Yeah. yeah. So well, okay. should I keep explaining it? No, no, no. That was no, good. That was good. Right, you want to get to some drunk news? Yeah, well, actually, what's great about you not drinking the beer yeah. is that it actually ties in with a current event that's happened uh, here in California. What's ha- What? what? Uh, a new report has come out that in the last 14 years, this year, DUIs have reached an all-time low. An all-time low? All-time low. Didn't you do a story on how DUIs were at an all-time high for Thanksgiving? No, they were, they were, what? yes, they were at a high for Thanksgiving, but year, over across the whole year, uh-huh. they say it is a record low. Oh, the 2011 was a good year. This is a good year. For drinking and driving. No, no, you're not understanding. I'm lost. Thanksgiving, okay, overall, yeah. 2011, yeah. less people drunk and drive. Right. Drove. Yes. But on Thanksgiving, they went buck wild. Correct. So, but overall, in 2011, everybody's being better. Being better. But Thanksgiving came around and they went nuts. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Overall, DUIs. They're taking shots on the road. Yeah, they've reached an all time low, which is fantastic. Yeah, I guess so. That's good news. Well, people should, you know, be safe. You can be merry and mirthful and enjoy a lot of drinking over the holidays. Get Mm -hmm. some eggnog on, get some, you know, 
some warm spirits. I d- I'm not an eggnog fan. No? Do you like the eggnog? I, I only like the eggnog because when I was growing up, my grandfather used to make it. Really? And we found the recipe recently, and it's probably 85% liquor. Oh, wow. And 15% eggnog. And they were giving it to you? They was in a bowl in the middle of the living room. Anybody could help themselves. And how old were you? I was like 10. Drinking liquor? Yeah. Well, I didn't know it was. It just was this delicious, creamy substance. Did you oh. all? Uh, that came from my grandfather. Oh. Your grandfather's delicious cream. Yeah. And I only got it on special occasions yeah. if I was a good boy. Couldn't. Oh, I can't mm. stop it. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, so did you get excited every year to go get hammered? I, I didn't know I was getting hammered. So what did you think was happening to your body? I just thought I got really tired. Oh, really? But you just got, as a 10-year-old, a 10-year-old drunk just gets really tired? I guess I did. That's what happens? Yeah, I was just kind of a sleepy drunk, I guess. Oh, man. Back in my day. I was hoping that, that I just imagined you as a 10-year-old just like hitting your grandfather. Hey, grandpa. Hey. Hey. Yeah, hey. Hey. Gr- let's do a shot. Let's do a shot. But it wasn't anything like that. You just went to bed. Yeah. Awesome. That was it. All right. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Because this, this is the drunk news. With a brand in there. Sound bite. That's what that was. Yeah. It's a sound bite. Could work. So I have something that ties into your all-time record low for drinking and driving. Uh Uh-huh. This is a story about a police officer. Police officers usually uphold the law, right? Yeah. I mean, we we like to think of police officers as... To protect and serve. Yeah, sort of pillars of our community. Mm -hmm. You you would love to be as as good as a police officer. Right. Not this one. Uh Uh-oh. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. What do you do? Not this one. The Miami police officer arrested Tuesday for allegedly falling asleep drunk behind the wheel of his squad car couldn't come up with a better explanation for failing his roadside DUI test. According to his arrest report, Vela blamed his sluggish responses on a concussion he suffered at least 13 years ago while playing high school baseball. Now, I have an excerpt from the real police report. Right. This is real. And this article says we have not modified this in any way because it's too funny the way it is. Right. And this is what it says. And I'm going to read it word for word. Okay. While on routine patrol, I observed marked police vehicle number 2211A. Stop southbound on 137th Avenue in the left turn lane. I stopped to check on the well-being of the officer and found that the suspect was shirtless and a pair of cargo shorts. The suspect was unresponsive with his head tilted back. His foot was on the brake and the vehicle was still in drive. I placed the vehicle in park and shut the motor off. Then I attempted several times to get a response from the suspect by shaking him and shouting verbally. Wow. He still had the car in drive. Right. He was just in the middle of an intersection. His his squad car on. Right. He's shirtless in a pair of cargo shorts yeah. and won't wake up. I mean, but his foot is still on the brake. On the, on the brake. I don't know how that's possible. Well, he just so he slumped down and got heavy. Oh, yeah, and just put all his weight and on all it, his I guess. weight on it. Oh, man. That police officer. Well, it's bad news for the police officer, but the good news is they're making a big Hollywood movie. Oh, they are? About him. Well, what, what would you... What's it's going to be a buddy cop movie, of oh, course. Of course. It's going to be the good cop. Yeah, the and guy, then it's going to be the drunk cop. The drunk cop. All right, yeah. so what, what, what's the title of it? So they're, they're throwing around a couple of titles okay. for the buddy cop movie with the good cop and the drunk cop. Right. Uh, instead of public enemies, they're thinking public intoxication. Okay. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good title. Uh, Die Hard. 
DUI hard. Nice, nice. I like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Instead of JFK, PBR. <laughs> That's a good one. Mm-hmm. What about instead of like Fargo, he could be like Fargon. Oh, he's far. <laughs> he's Fargon. Yeah. Fargon. <laughs> this this fall. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you. Uh, instead of Miami Vice, uh, just Miami Vice. Oh, just, <laughs> that, that is the plot of Miami Vice. And the interesting thing, it is, it did happen in Miami. Real? So that's probably the biggest contender right there. Yeah, right there. I like that one. All right. I, instead of Dirty Harry, they could be Dirty Heine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> why, why do you associate drinking with Dirty Heine? Like a Heineken. Uh-huh. Like Dirty Heine. Uh, dirty Heine. No? Uh, that's a different movie? I don't know. I think that's a stretch. That could be a, a cult classic. I do find it interesting mm-hmm. that when you hear a drunk story, you automatically think of a Heine, a dirty Heine. No. It, well, I think that's interesting. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Well, I don't want to psychoanalyze Well, there's you. that movie Sea of Love, and it could just be Semen of Love. What? You know, because he gets drunk, and he got naked. Yeah, and? and? I, maybe he had semen. That's why he changed oh! his pants. He had to change into cargo shorts. Because he, oh. No, you don't think so? Oh, instead of the movie Seven, which is a sort of a buddy cop movie, it's just sort of a disturbing Really disturbing cop. one. Instead yeah. of Seven, Six Pack. No. Yeah. yeah. Easy. And instead of Scar- Starsky and Hutch, it could just be Starsky and Hooch. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I think my favorite's DUI Hard. DUI Hard is pretty good. Yeah. So uh, call up 888-520-4374 if you have a uh, contender for the name of the film that these two cops could star in. Or you or you can also tweet us using at Squawkcast. We've got a lot of folks mm-hmm. giving us shout-outs on what Jesus would watch, okay. uh, what DVD I would give him. Um, Carla says he watches Passion of the Christ and does commentary. Uh, Oaklander123 says Jesus watches The Walking Dead. It's an autobiography. <laughs> and then Yojo says, I'll tell you what Jesus refuses to watch and probably boycotts, The Big Bang Theory. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like it. Yep. Um, who shouted this out? Yojo, who we love, mm. shouted out, Jesus watches Two and a Half Men. He only considers the Holy Spirit to be half a man. Oh, that that, that plays well. Mm-hmm. Plays well. Mm-hmm. You know, someone else who uh, got into a little trouble with the police. No, I don't. Recently. Please tell me. Um, a drunk driver parks a damaged car in front of police station. So this guy allegedly hit two cars, fled to a Domino's parking lot, um, and then across the street from the parking lot, pulled into a police station. It just hammered. Just hammered out of his mind. Up to the police station. Yes. And where did he go? Well, he was hiding. He thought he was hiding from the people he just hit. (laughs) By parking in a police station. How'd that go for him? Uh, not well. <laughs> the uh, Somerville police uh, took him inside. <laughs> of course. And booked him pretty much immediately. The report says he smelled of liquor, struggled to stand up, stumbled and slurred his words. Uh, he reportedly told his officers that he came from Arlington and that the car belonged to a woman whose address he couldn't remember. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So he got booked on uh, property damage, uh, DUI, and unlicensed operator of a vehicle. There are some stupid people. There's in some this really world. dumb people in this world. If you're a stupid person, call us up triple eight five two zero four three seven four because you must be stupid if you're listening yeah. to our drunk news or just right listen now. to these two idiots. Yeah. Um, so I've got a story here. I haven't highlighted. I didn't get to the highlighting part. Uh-huh. Uh, but this is the only man, in my opinion. How will you know which part to read, then, Eric? Uh, I might just read the whole damn uh-huh. thing, Brendan so Bradley. Pretty much, if you highlighted it, yeah, it'd be the exact if same I, story. Here's a, I got a highlighter. Hold on. 
<laughs> All right, so while you do that, yep. I'm going to talk about ex-ESPN analyst Matthew Barnaby. Who's that gay? I just told you. No, Next. what did he do? Why are we talking about him? Uh, he drove nine miles on three through three wheels while drunk. Not nine miles on three wheels. Yeah. Where does other wheel go? Barnaby was arrested early in the morning of December fifth when uh, Erie County Sheriff's deputies pulled him over. He was attempting to operate a Porsche that was missing a front wheel at the time, and sparks were flying. Oh man. A Porsche with three wheels. Porsche with three wheels. Oh, that's like a chick with a really big mole on her face. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're almost awesome. Uh, the good news is, with his voice cracking and hands still shaking, Barnaby told the court yesterday that he takes full responsibility no. for the maneuver. Well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, my, my concern is, though, in hockey, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you can keep going until you're down on the ground. Yeah. So maybe uh, maybe he's just following the rules. <laughs> I'm not down. I'm not down. I'm not down yet. No, I'm not down yet. <laughs> Still going. All right. So now I've highlighted the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of it. Just despite you. Oh, can I just say one more thing? Yeah. Um, when Barnaby was uh, testifying or coming before the judge, mm-hmm. he said, I promise my kids, my family, my friends, I promise I'll make them proud and this community proud. I'm pretty proud of him for being able to drive nine miles with <laughs> three wheels. Yeah. I don't think he needs to do any better than that. Yeah, I am proud. Yeah. I think he's accomplished his goal. <laughs> so this guy is the only man alive, in my opinion, who can claim when he wakes up from being drunk. You know, you're hungover. Right. You got the pounding headache. Everything seems louder. Lights seem brighter. Right. You hate everyone. And you say phrases like, what, what would you say when, when you're really hungover? No talking, no talking, no ta- inside right. voices. Or, like, uh, I-, I feel like I've been, you know, beaten. Yeah, oh, yeah, like I feel like I've been hit by a truck. Or, or a train, right? Yeah, or a train. I feel like I've been hit by a train. Or a train, exactly. Uh-oh. A man oh, no. is lucky to be alive after drunkenly falling asleep between the railway, railway tracks What? at the weekend and a freight train running over top of him. Like, so he was laying inside the tracks and the mm-hmm. train went over above him? Yeah, this is this is how the police found out about this. Okay. Police received a phone call from the train driver at 5 a.m. on Saturday who said, eh, he might have run over someone near <laughs> Dylan's point. <laughs> when the police arrived at the scene, the man was still sleeping between the tracks. Wow. And when they woke him, they discovered he was heavily intoxicated. And uh, at the end of it, he only had a few minor cuts on his forehead after being run over by the southbound freight he train. He slept through a train going literally over top of him. Literally. He is the only man alive yeah. who can wake up from a hangover and say, I feel like I've been hit by a train. But he wasn't actually hit. Well. It just went over him. It scuffed right? his, his head. Oh, and, it did? Yeah, this one, he's got some minor oh. cuts and bruises. But minor. Yeah. What's funny is if he'd actually been conscious mm-hmm. and sober, he probably would have struggled or flailed and killed himself. Alcohol saved this man's life. Twice in a row. This is the second week in a row that alcohol saves lives. Wow. So next time you wake up, sir, and we've had one of our famous nights of Heineken, that that crazy night right, we had where right. we probably each had 11 beers and four shots of tequila. Right. You're not allowed to say, I feel like I've been hit by a train. All right, I won't. There, there are people in England mm-hmm. who have really been hit by really trains, hit by Brendan. Trains. Although, to be, in my defense, what if I'm feeling a little sore, like something happened in the night that I, uh, I didn't know about? Am I allowed to d- openly discuss that? I feel like I've been hit by a train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that go down in West Hollywood? I was trying to give you a segue was it a into West another story that you said you had. West Hollywood train? <laughs> no. Um, what story is that? About a man who uh, did some business in the middle of the night and forgot about it. Mm, 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 don't have that now. You're oh, yeah. going to throw me... Okay, wow. Wow, I had no idea. It's the what first time that about. I've known what your stories are yeah, before the show. Yeah, this is the first time. And I try to yeah, help. I'm, like, very, very prepared. And I try to help, and you That's don't even go segue. with it. God. Just say... Story about <sighs> sleeping guy. There, I have a warning for you, sir. That's uh, what this story is about. No, I... Yep. I... Save it. There is something in your bed that could get your girlfriend pregnant. His name's Eric Scott Smith. <laughs> That's way better than what I had. Oh. I was going to say his name is Brendan Bradley. Oh, yeah. Because you could unknowingly get your girlfriend pregnant oh. if you have what this guy has. Really? What does he have? Desperate Ryan and D. Harris... Tried in vain for a baby for 18 months. Okay. Oh, darn. Right. I always hate when people say that. We've been trying for two years. I hear that as you've been having great sex <laughs> for two years. Right. Wah, wah, wah. We've been trying. I've been trying to get our vagina pregnant for two years. Right. They conceived while he was asleep. Yep. Ryan has the rare medical condition, sexsomnia. Sexsom... This is a condition. It sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> sexsomnia. So, wait, wait, wait. So, this is an actual medical condition. Yes. Where people have sex while they're asleep. Like sleepwalking, but it's sleep sexing. Yeah. And so, his wife knew about this before? I get or this was the first time. Let's find out. Oh, all right. Together. Yeah. Um, sexsomnia is a condition which makes people perform sexual acts... They later cannot remember. Right. When I looked back, it was clear I'd conceived... What, what, un- wait, wait. What's the medical term for committing a sexual act you wish you could forget? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all committed those. <laughs> uh, when I looked back, it was clear I'd conceived on the night when we had sleep sex, as we call it. So I guess she did know. Oh. Which means I'm half awake and Ryan is usually totally asleep. That night... Well, we- not all of him is asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody's up. Somebody's wide awake. <laughs> that night, Ryan took me by surprise. It put more of the fun back into it, and it clearly worked. So, so they had better sex. So she's more into him when he's not conscious. Yeah. That is... Oh, boy. How small does he feel? Oh. When the sex is... You're trying for 18 months to get your wife right. pregnant. You want a baby so bad. Right. And s- sleep you... You don't even remember right. the sex that actually did the job. Eric, I mean, let's be fair. We're all better in our dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good in real life, so oh, I don't yeah? know what you're talking yeah? about. I'm pr- Maybe we should have. Well, so, he, that's what he thought. We should get Shmoo on a mic. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's See her take on it. She, uh, she recalled the first time it happened. I sent him a text the next morning saying last night was great. He replied saying he didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> he can never remember, but the sex is always more intense. Wow. Sleep sex. Sleep sex is more intense. A sleep him is better than real life him. Wow. I wonder what that is. I mean, you think he's just not trying as hard? Well, it might, it might have something to do with whatever his inhibitions are. You know, he gets yeah. rid of them when he's asleep. Or really what she should be concerned about is... Who is he dreaming about? Yeah, seriously. I mean, it could be that his, you know, his fantasies are all aglow. Yeah, he's he's checking the schedule. He's like, I didn't have sex with her that night. That was Jenna Jameson I had sex right. with that night. Well, I guess the other thing is perhaps maybe they do 
maybe they're very conservative mm-hmm. in what they do yeah. when they're conscious. It's, they look pretty conservative. It's very yeah. strict and missionary. Mm-hmm. But when they, uh, but when they re, you know, like when he's asleep, he's down for anything. Mm-hmm. He's like sticking my ass. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> you don't have to display your sex life in front of all of us. I am not saying that's what I'm doing. Uh, no, to. it's fine. It's all right. We got to take a break, but that <laughs> was a little drunk news. But we do. Read all about it because this, this is the drunk news. There's a brand in there. This is the Squadcast. We're going to go to a break. When we come back, we have insulting horoscopes. And some more holiday stories to get you in the mood, or rather, completely complain yeah, about call up the and upcoming bitch. holiday. I can't be the only one. I got stories here about people who are not experiencing the right. Christmas spirit here. Or, or keep tweeting us at Squatcast. People get crappier. I had a lady spit on my car this afternoon. Oh, we got to talk about that. Yeah, people are just... Ah, I'm just not looking forward to Christmas. You can all go stick it up your butts. Wow. This is the Squatcast on the Toad Up Network. We'll be back in a minute. The Squadcast now. Nick Ritchie Radio at 8. So stick around on the Toad Hop Network. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. If you let sleep or work get in the way and miss the Heidi and Frank show this week, well, you didn't get to hear this. What's her most recent tweet? Mr. Santa Claus, if I let you seductively slide down my stocking and taste every piece of my candy, will I still be on your naughty list? Santa's got a hard eye. He'll never make it back to that chimney. (laughs) (laughs) But his sack is going to be empty when he leaves. (laughs) The Heidi and Frank show, live every day from 10 to noon on the Toad Hop Network. Or you can hear them whenever you want by becoming a VIP and getting unlimited access to all the fun at HeidiAndFrank.com. I'll tell a tale, 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 tale yeah. of Maccabees in Israel, hell, hell, hell. Yeah. When the Greeks tried to assail, sell, 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 yeah. but it was all to no avail, fail, fail, fail. Yeah, yeah, the war went on and on and on until the mighty Greeks were gone. Yeah, I put my lockers in the air sometimes, saying, hey, oh, spin the dreidel. Just want to celebrate for all eight nights, singing, hey, oh, light the candle. Oh, 
Beats. Yeah, that's, they're a big uh, YouTube sensation. Well, that's for Carla because she said the constant Christmas carols just won't stop. I hate Christmas. There you go. And there you go. That was definitely a variation. They really <laughs> won't. I, I I turned it on the country station. It's a country Christmas song. I turned Christmas. it on the dance station. It's remixes of Christmas songs. Right. I can't get over it. Uh, we got someone on the line here. Yeah. This is the Squawcast. What's going on? Hey, guys. What's going on? It's Angry Mike. Hey, hey Mike. Angry Mike. How you doing? I'm doing good. Now, both of you guys know somebody with sexomnia. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Frank, yeah, Frank. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Frank had sexomnia. Yeah, he didn't know that. We eh? should have brought him in as an expert. And he- old Francois, who's uh, Frank's sexomnia personality. Now, I uh-huh. did, does he really have it, do you think? I, I don't I mean, the way he, when he's talked about it, it, it he's got to. Because he's, you know how much he hates kissing? He's kissing, he's lovey, he's fucking nice. Yeah, I've Thanks, seen Frank. them. I've seen them together, him and Farty, after a night of quote unquote sexomnia sex, right. and she is so all over him. Yeah, like it was the <laughs> like it was the most romantic he's ever been. I guess my issue is so all these people complain like my wa- you know we haven't slept together in years or my wife's not into it anymore. Yeah. Or the wife, what? Just pretend to have sexomnia. Oh yeah. If you're complaining about a dry spell, just be. I don't know, honey. I was completely asleep the whole time. <laughs> well, I just. You know, I- and the thing about the people bitching, I mean, I've been married for 10 years mm-hmm. and four or five times a week. Four yeah. or five times well a played, week. Well played, sir. No. Well played. Oh, I, don't, and, I don't believe it. Oh, Schmeez. Oh, yeah. My old lady is always up and raring. I'm always up and raring. I mean, like right now, I won't be getting off till midnight. Mm-hmm. But then he'll be getting off for sure. You know, that's the thing. You know, she's always, <laughs> she is insatiable, man. She's crazy. But see, really? that's fantastic. See, that's the thing is, and this is what I've never understood about, especially the cliche of you get married and then there's no more sex. Isn't the point of spending your life together, A, that you're crazy about each other, mm-hmm. but B, to create a family, to procreate. The entire sure. point of forming a union is for you to put your thing inside her thing and make babies. Right. You should be going like rabbits. Thing goes in the thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to so, be terrestrial here. So, Mike, uh, for this four or five times a week thing, is that is that constant? That since the day you were married, you guys have never had dry spells? No. At the first um, two years when we had the munchkin, you know, hey, it's hard. It yeah. is. It's. You know, when the munchkins from birth to two years, it's off and on, and quickies here, quickies there when you can grab them, you mm-hmm. know. But she's gotten older. She's got her own room, and it's, you know, it's all like Donkey Kong, man. 
She's nice. got her own room. No, he means the kid, not the... Oh. Not his wife. I thought you meant your wife had her own room. <laughs> I was like, no, that no, would no, throw no. some spice into the relationship. I mean, it is, when you have kids, it can be a, somewhat of a pain in the ass sometimes. Right. Because, you know, they want to come around and hang out, especially with me getting off work so late. Right. I got to hang out with the munchkin, try to put her to bed, and then I'd like, okay, now it's 10 o'clock, shit. Now, Mike, you know. I, I got to ask, so... Was the was the spice in the relationship before the marriage? Always. See, because that's the, that's the thing. I think a lot of people think, oh, we're going to get married, and that's somehow going to change things. Mm. See, and that's that, what people fuck up with. Whatever you did, the hooker, and what she did to hook you is what you got to keep doing oh. while you're married. I thought right. you said whatever you did to the hooker. <laughs> 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 Those aren't good relationship no, no, no. advice. No. <laughs> no, the, I think Mike. That's a great point. Whatever you did to hook each other, that's that's what you got to keep doing. Or if you're into hookers, whatever you did to the hooker, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or well, pr- practice Eric's form me. of Christmas. <laughs> you two, listen to me for a minute. All right. you, oh, sorry, Mike. No, no, no. I you forgot that it's the Squadcast with Mike. No date matter night. how how bad work is, no matter how bad the shit is at home, right? You have to make time to get out and do a date night. You have to. You hear that, that Eric? That is what saves. Yeah. Everything. See, I need a date night, Eric. You've got to, you've got to plan it. All right. And you've got to be consistent. Okay. If you want me to put out, we need date. Wait, it, this is about marriages, not friendships, right? Well, hey, if you two are too busy to hang out as buddies, uh-huh. you got to have a day for the bros to go paintballing, golfing, mm-hmm. batting cages. Same thing with your buddies. You got to be able to make time for your buddies. I pretty much hate all like of those life. activities. I love that every activity you named was about balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to toss your balls around once in a while with the boys. That's right. <laughs> That's how you save a friendship. <laughs> if balls aren't flying, something's wrong. That's right. Well, thanks a bunch for calling in, Mike. That's great advice. Not a problem. Do you, do you have a... Uh, do you have a I hate Christmas thing? Oh, yeah. Because what I do for a living, okay, to all the women out there who have fucking kids, yeah. when you go shopping, leave Johnny or Paco or Jerome or Habib at fucking home <laughs> so you don't lock him in the fucking car. I don't got to come unlock it, the car. He really covered every nationality oh, there. Did. It, I mean, during the shopping season, these fucking women, I got to go shopping. I get, and they lock your kid in the fucking car. It's like, Wait, Jesus, they lock him in the car like a dog? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I have never yeah, I mean, seen it's, that. Yeah, I, it's a hot call. Kid locked in a car. You fucking idiot. It's the middle of the day. How do you lock your kid in the fucking car? It's a person, you dipshit. Right. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I'm with you. I got more to bitch around about coming up at 730. And uh, feel free right, to call guys. back, Mike, because I know you're pretty angry about pretty much everything. <laughs> Except no, for his no, sex life, apparently. man in my line of work, guys. It's turn off your fucking headlights. You know, take the key out the fucking car. And mm-hmm. if you're in mom's car, it's not NASCAR, bro. Right. You can't take your mom's Audi and try to do 120 in a right-hand turn and slam a tree, you fuckhead. <laughs> I think I'm going to get you anger management classes for Christmas, Mike. They don't work, Schmidt. No. <laughs> well, thanks for coming up, Mike. Later, guys. Later. See ya. Wow. Oh boy. He's pretty pissed. He gets he gets me all shaky. You know what you I want to yell about something, but I just can't be that angry. You know I'm what? like, if, ah, if, I have a hole in my socks. If the anger management doesn't help out, mm-hmm. I think I've got something that'll calm Mike down. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. The um Orange Vale Pot Dispensary oh, yeah. is closing its doors. 
Well, that's they're, sad. They're being forced to shut down because they're doing this federal uh, effort to shut down dispensaries. So uh, they're going to go out with a, bo- a bang. And um, they are going to give away a free gram of top-shelf cannabis to every customer that what? shows up for the rest of the year. What? Yep. That's amazing. A free, a free gram. Now, I don't know enough about marijuana to know how much really a gram is or right. entails, but I assume that it's a positive thing because it's a, a working. Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge campaign. Um, but yeah, they're, they're basically, they're shutting their doors and they're giving away free marijuana. Where is this happening? This is, uh, at the Orange Vale Pot Dispensary. In what city? Um, do, 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 do. Reading the story. Reading the story. Do, 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 um, do, do, do. 1801 Capitol Avenue. Wow. So they don't even let you know where. I mean, this is the Sacramento Bee. So it's in Sacramento, oh, okay. California. That makes sense. Yeah. But this came out this week, and so if you're looking, if you're up uh, in Northern California, and you want a free gram, check out the Orangevale Pot Dispensary. Wow! And it will be a green Christmas. I'm dreaming of a green Christmas. This just in: uh, pizza sales in Sacramento up three hundred percent. And brownies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, brownie mix. Brownie mix. Ooh, those would be some good selling out. I made some holiday brownies. <laughs> Everyone's calling into work. <laughs> no one is working in Sacramento. This is better than the eggnog, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> that won't make you sleepy, little Brendan. Um, so I got something I would like to tell you about. You want to do some unrelated news? Yeah, let's do some unrelated news. All right, here we go. And now it's time for unrelated news. This is Unrelated News with Brendan Bradley and Eric Scott Smith. That's me. Traveling bosoms. 99 problems, but a dollar ain't one. Holiday Q&A with the TSA. Santa is a pervert. And Henry Olsen's lawn decorations have gone missing. And a real-life cat lady. Unrelated News. Unrelated News. Unrelated News. A real-life cat lady. Yeah, I have a bunch. What do you want to hear? 99 problems, but a dollar ain't one. Yes, I would. Santa's a pervert or a real-life cat lady. No, I want to hear uh, 99 problems, but a dollar ain't one, because a dollar is a problem on my end. It is. It's a big problem for me. So I want to know these people who don't have a problem with a dollar. That is the number one thing I'm going to bitch about coming up at 730 is the financial strain this year on Christmas. And uh, who falls off your Christmas list when you just can't afford to buy presents for everybody? You've got that like that benchmark, like Mm -hmm. that line. Like you've got your essentials. Yep. And then there's people that kind of I was just doing Christmas cards Mm -hmm. because I'm southern and I got drilled into me that you have to send out letters to everybody every year. Oh yeah. Um, I I don't do it, but go on. Right. So uh, I but I had my list and it literally was there was those last like ten names that I was kinda like I don't need to, they don't need a card. So we're going to talk I'll, about that. I'll Facebook them. We're going to talk about uh, who falls off your Christmas list All right. this time of year. Is it, uh, I don't know, your co-workers maybe? Is it your mailman? Does he not get his tip this year? So call up at 7.30. Are you supposed to tip your mailman in Los Angeles? I don't know. That was a huge thing in New York. You yeah. had to tip the doorman. You had to tip the mailman. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was a big thing. Tennessee, you do too. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, mailman gets a bonus. I don't know if that's a thing in North Carolina or not. Man. Because I've never been an adult there. Yeah. So I've never... Uh, maybe, or ever. Maybe my parents were... Or here. Yeah, I've never been a, an adult, really. Just a man-child Look all these years. Look at the shirt you're wearing. By the way, I haven't yeah. commented on the shirt you're wearing. You're wearing... What seems it's a T-shirt. It's a T-shirt made to look like a Christmas sweater, an ugly qu- Christmas sweater. Yeah, it's printed on there. Yes, full with dress shirt with mm-hmm. a horrible tie. I love it. A candy cane on it. I love it. 
Yeah, you would. It's hilarious. No, you would and should. It's holiday spirit. So let's get into this story. Ninety nine. <laughs> Wait, problems, what was the but, comment? Ninety nine problems, but a dollar ain't one. No, I gotta go to the shoutouts. Um, Gainesville, Florida. This is this is a story that really happened, and th- these sort of things blow my mind. Oh, it's Florida. Because I'm poor. I don't. These are not problems I I get to have. Right. Gainesville, Florida. Surveillance video police. A surveillance video police tried to keep under wraps has found its way into the hands of the 10 news investigators. The video shows a fan getting off an elevator and confronting another fan. This is at the Gators and Seminoles game. Okay. Okay, you know, sports are really big right. in Florida, especially college sports. Right. Where we're well, from. It's the East Coast. Yeah. College. It's all about college back yeah, there. Yeah, everybody here mm-hmm. on the West Coast, football Sunday. Right. Sunday is football day, but back there it's Saturday. You make your time for Saturday. Right. College sports. So the video shows a fan getting off an elevator and confronting another fan. The first fan punches the second, and then it's every person for him or herself. And I've seen this video. It is a mob of people. You need to send... send we're going to put the video on Squadcast.com. All right. Because I want to check this it out. It is insane. One guy just pushes the other guy. Mm-hmm. Then he slugs him back. Then everybody's starting to punch and kick each other. Then there's a girl randomly all the way across the hall on her phone. She, you see her just texting away. Right. Then she sees down the hall what's happening and sprints full speed towards it, towards it, <laughs> into the mob and just starts beating the hell out of somebody else. And this really happened. The fight was... Oh, it's on. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> and so, first of all, I've never experienced one of these problems because I'm a Cowboys fan, but that's about it. That's the extent of my love of sports. Right. And it's not even... I'm sort of a Cowboys fan by association because my girl was so passionate mm. it rubbed off on me and now I, you know right. i like everybody on the team except for tony romo okay so see, uh, i have the same thing because i'm into basketball but college basketball oh, okay but it's all about duke basketball because mm. that's where i grew up i know that about you and we i'm a unc guy right and mm-hmm. but like our thing is we don't get aggressive right. we just get snarky <laughs> like sure. we just come up with Really elitist shitbag ways to say <laughs> terrible things to you. That's all we do. All right. Well, so so you would never encounter this problem no. of a giant mob. Mm-mm. It just sort of be be sarcastic insults flying around. Right. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. So th- this is the part that gets me. First of all, this would never happen in my life because I'm not that big of a sports fan. Right. Second of all, it wouldn't happen for the following reason: this fight wasn't in the cheap seats either. This was in the Skybox Suites, where according to the Gator Boosters office, a 30-ticket suite goes for $87,000. What? $87,000. What? So this occurred on the rich people floor that usually none of us ever see. There was a full-on brawl Brawl in an $87,000 box seat. Full of rich people. Full of rich people. What could possibly be that big a deal? Exactly. That, that it was, would come to blows. Now, here's here's my thing. I saw this story, and I said, you're in an $87,000 box office. Right. What do you have to be pissed about? But I, I did some research, uh-huh. and it turns out that there's a lot of things rich people oh. have to be upset about. Oh, okay. About. Well, yeah, let's hear about so it. So if you know anything a rich person has to be upset about, then call up 888 520 Four three seven four, or tweet us using at Squawkast. Yeah, so I got a list here. Okay, of things rich people actually have to complain about. Okay, right. These these are are things that we can hope to complain about one day, right? These are these are these are real problems. No, no, but these are the problems we're going to have when we're rich and famous. I, I, sure, that's what's going to happen. But I don't know. I mean, these these are legitimate worries, Brendan. I I don't want you to belittle them. All right, I'm not. I'm literally saying this is what we have to look forward to. This is what I mean. Real people, the one percent of America. 
do have legitimate complaints. So I need you to respect that. The one percent, yeah. I need you to respect that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on behalf of them. Well, can I just go ahead? I'm going to guess one of the 1% right. problems. Yeah. Um, recently, especially, uh-huh. there's no more tents at REI. Yep. That's a problem. When you want to go buy a tent, mm-hmm. there's none to be had because in every town, <laughs> they've all been bought out yep. for protests. Yep. That's so they, pretty, I mean, that's absurd. They go they go to buy a tent? No tents. No tents. The 99 I got think, them. I, that's, that's a huge burden. Yeah. So number one on my list of, right. of problems rich people have. Go on. My receptionist forgot my wife's birthday. Oh. I know, it's rough. Yeah, that's rough. It's hard out there for a pimp. <laughs> I was, I was going to say the exact same thing, but I couldn't uh-huh. think of a way to make pimp into something uh-huh. more legit. Number two, the congressman I bribed died. <laughs> <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> See, now, okay, I have to be, I have to be really crappy for ten seconds uh-huh. here. So, this casting director in New York <laughs> that I got to know really well and I would always get a Christmas gift for yeah. I would send letters whole thing like this person would call me in all the time she gets married oh okay right and she gets married and moves to like Texas with her husband and I wasn't happy for her because I was like I've put all this energy into making <laughs> you like me <laughs> which is so selfish and stupid that is really but I'm selfish. not happy for her to get married <laughs> so that really works with your I bribed that congressman and now he's gone and died yep how dare it's him. a real problem it is a big problem that you can evidently relate <laughs> I can to re- you spoiled brat I wasn't rich but I uh, I could relate to the problem <laughs> oh, you're spoiled brat mm-hmm. uh, number three on my list. I have to take off my hat to get into the Aston Martin. <laughs> it's 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 an issue. It's a it's a rough life for this guy. Is this guy's got a problem with that? Oh, these are actual. Oh, these you have people. Yeah, over these here. are people. Oh, these are their real. These are their real life complaints oh, about had, being rich. I had no idea that no, you had. Of course, you should have built this a little better. Yeah. These are these are people making real complaints, Brendan. Do you have their names? You thought I would just make fun of rich people and their problems? Well, it's how we do everything else here on the show. Oh, how dare you! <laughs> these people are running our country. Right. They they have a large weight on their shoulders, like this guy. Mm-hmm. No matter how much money I give my kids, they still want to be a part of my life. <sighs> God, brats! Seriously, can't you just take the trust fund and leave? Exactly. You don't need love and attention. It's a problem for rich people. God. They've got issues. I can't buy my way out of this. He is he is very upset. He's crying in this. You know, I, I actually I, I do remember this. Um, my principal, uh, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. we ran into this issue, um, and I, I, I don't want to make my school seem really bad, but yeah. we ran into an issue, and uh, the principal called me and several other students into the office, and this was something that was like we were being bullied, and like we were trying to like. Not be, you know, beaten up and have our book bag stolen and defecated on and <laughs> things like this. And he literally says this to a group of teenagers. All right. So how much is this going to cost to go away? <laughs> wow. And I'm like, it doesn't cost anything. Tell the assholes beating us up and taking our stuff to stop doing it. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> how much is this going to cost? Go buy me a new book bag. You just need to... Get mine back. Oh, wow. We have someone on the line here. Right. This is Squatcast. What's going on? Hey, guess who it is again? Oh, no. What's up, Mike? What's up, Mike? Yeah, no, no. This is um, about 15 years ago. I'm home on leave. Mm-hmm. In L.A., cruising around on my vet at a red light. We'll just say Jerome came up and put a gun in my face and told me to get out of the car. Wow. So I get up and get out of the car. Yeah. And as he gets in my car, 
I reached to my back and pull out my gun. Mm-hmm. Of course you And do. put four rounds in the side of my vet. You never saw somebody run so goddamn fast in your life. A carjacker got jacked. <laughs> <laughs> my shit. <laughs> well, I guess that's a problem to have. It's... Well, you know, hey, well, you know, when you're in the military, it's, you don't really spend your money on much because you're never around to spend it. Right. Mm-hmm. So mine got put away. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's. That's why I got a real nice house, a bunch of nice cars. And a real nice gun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, real nice guns. <laughs> nice. So so would you consider yourself rich, Mike? I consider myself to where, like, on Friday I'm going to vacation to my place up in Pismo. All right. That's good. I just, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, my kid doesn't got to worry. My lady doesn't got to worry. But here's the funny thing. When I go shopping for myself, if I see a pair of $60 jeans, I'm bitching because they're $60 jeans. Right. But if it's for my kid or my wife, I don't give a fuck if they're $200 jeans. Mm-hmm. $200 But for jeans. me, it's like, fuck, no, I'm not going to spend no goddamn 60 bucks for a pair of jeans for what, myself. What, what about if it's for me, Mike? $200 jeans. Well, no, actually, my friend. Sounds delightful. <laughs> no, 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 I do spend money for my buddies, you know, my <laughs> friends, my family. But for me, I'm a cheap-ass dumb bitch. All right, Mike. Well, we're always well, yeah. looking for Christmas presents. The P.O. box oh, well, is I mean, on the uh, HeidiandFrank.com. Yeah, it's <laughs> P.O. box 5022. No, I, got, no, I got something for Schmees and Aww. Heidi and Frank. Oh, well. It's just I got to get the P.O. box and send this shit out. All right. All right. Well, it's on HeidiandFrank.com. And I'll find something box. for you, Brandon. Oh, I'll find thanks. you something. Thanks, Mike. Well, thanks, Mike. Thanks for calling yeah, in. Guys. I'm going to continue. Yeah. Out of all the shows on Tone Hop, besides Hardy and Frank, you guys are the fucking best. Oh, oh thanks, man. Mike. Really, that's a good Christmas gift. Thank you, Mike. You know, oh, and Merry fucking Christmas, guys. Merry oh, fucking Christmas. Merry effing Christmas. I can't say. <laughs> later, guys. All right, later, buddy. I can't drop an F-bomb right before the word Christ. I just can't do it's it. It's not Christ, it's Christmas. Christ, but I can't Christ do Christmas. You want to get more problems? Or yeah, you well, done with I know. I want more rich people problems. All right, this guy. I get winded from walking from one end of the bedroom to the other. <laughs> that rich, might not necessarily be a rich guy problem, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be a 10 by 10 apartment, and yeah. he could be having that problem. Yeah, maybe he's just really out of shape. Um, my season tickets to the Lakers are so good, the players keep sweating on me. <laughs> he's upset. Yep. This guy, my hand hurts from writing all those zeros on my checks. Oh. The INS shipped my gardener back to Ecuador. It's 11 a.m. I'm already out of brandy. God, you're going forever. Yeah, I know. There's a million problems that the rich have. Okay. If you, if I haven't taught you anything, mm. I would need you to learn that the 1%, they have real-life struggles. Well, I'm going to retweet something here. Yeah. Because this is a real-life problem. Mm-hmm. We have Henry Olson here on Twitter. Okay. And he says his lawn decoration got stolen. And he posted a picture of it. Mm-hmm. And it is a helicopter... An inflatable helicopter, yeah, probably eight feet long and four feet high, with Santa Claus inside of it. Santa's driving the helicopter. Santa's driving the helicopter, and that got stolen. And it got stolen. I would probably. Steal and that. I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say, if I saw that and I was drunk, yeah, I might, I might, I might take it, <laughs> Henry. You should have tethered yeah. that. A- you should, I, you're sort of asking for it. I mean, you should have at least put it up on your roof near the chimney. 
I mean, that would have been adorable. Yeah, a little, really. A little helipad on top I of your house. I think that's sort of where it's meant to go. Right. When they designed the helicopter with sand. Yeah, but he has really slanted roofs you can see in the background. Oh, okay. So it was probably hard to get up there. Gotcha. But no, like it's the most adorable looking thing, and it probably cost a lot of money, but... I'm sorry it went missing, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, exactly. Now that I've seen the picture. Did you know that Santa himself is a pervert? He is? Yeah. What did he do? I was I was goofing off on the internet last night. You I knew You wouldn't do that. I was upset about Christmas and I, you know, typed in something I don't know. And it got me to this guy's blog. Okay. Who points out that not only is Santa a pedophile, mm-hmm. but he's also a racist. What? Santa himself. And he's got all the clues here. He's got all the clues listed out for you to find out exactly why Santa is a racist pervert. Well, let's hear. What are the clues? So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna read this. Are to these you. clues that anybody would see? Like they've been they've been staring you in the face. For and years. we've just never put the pieces. As together. a kid, you've sang about how Santa Claus himself is a racist pervert. Really? Yeah. It's kind of like Bob Bob Black Sheep. <laughs> right. Or or um or uh up down turn around. Uh, pick a pail of cotton yeah, or whatever. Exactly. So it's like these, these these things that have been ingrained into us from childhood, but really they're racist. Yep, they're racist, and he's he's he is a creepy, creepy pervert. Okay, let's hear about let it. Let me let me teach you, young Mr. Bradley. All right. I wish we had Mr. D here to read this to I know. I us. wish he could read this to me. Should I should I put the kids' music on? Yeah, put the kids' music on so that we can. It's perfect. Okay. The question I have is, why the hell would he watch someone when they're sleeping? <laughs> But only know when they're awake. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a very good question. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to know if someone was being naughty or nice, wouldn't it be a lot more convenient to watch them while they're conscious? <laughs> I'm fairly sure 100% of the detectives out there would support my claim. Well, unless they have sexomnia. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> pretty he naughty, need, he needs pretty to naughty sure. while they're sleeping. He does. He sees you when you're sleeping. He does. All right. And he knows when you're he awake. He knows when you're awake. If Santa has the ability to see you when you're sleeping... Doesn't that mean he can see through your roof and walls? And I don't know, let's say clothes? For a few hundred years, with the ability to see through anything, you don't think he snuck a few peeks here and there? Oh, sure, certainly. He knows, he can see through things. Yeah. He's all powerful. Uh, the next piece And he of can it- fit into any chimney. <laughs> <laughs> the next piece of evidence, watch Santa at a shopping mall. He's got more miners on him than R. Kelly. Oh, God. When's the last time you saw a 30-year-old sit on Santa's lap? Well, Santa likes him young, and he likes him a lot. To be fair, I did go and visit Santa last week with my lady, and we took an adorable Christmas card where we dressed up in clothes like we were kids. It was honestly borderline adorable, borderline creepy. It was fun, though, because Santa was so happy to see us. I know, that's what's creepy about it. Well, no, because he had all these kids that were like... And they're like, Jimmy, look at the camera, look at the camera. And the kid was like, oh. And we came up, and we're like, hey, Santa. And he was like, oh, boy. And we just sat down next to him. But but the look on Santa's face, can we post that picture? Yeah, I'll post the picture. The look on his face, he's, it's very creepy. He's He's like sweaty. and And genuinely happy to be there. All right, here's more evidence. If that's not enough, creepy sweating Santa in the picture that you're going to post on Squadcast.com. The reason Santa wears heavy clothes isn't because it's cold where he lives. It's to cover up his raging heart on. Oh. All right. Disgusting. Uh, now, the second piece of evidence is that he's a racist. He's a racist? You can tell by the elves. The elves prove that Santa is a racist. Now, if you visited any other business and they only hired one race of people, you'd think there'd be some sort of controversy. <laughs> but now it's Santa. That's true. Yeah. That is true. And he goes on to say one time he wrote Santa a letter as a child. 
asking for a job in his factory, and Santa <laughs> actually responded. What? And said, I only hire elves. He said that? <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, if you went into a place and you said, I'd like a job, and they said, we only hire... Right. Blankety blank. Blankety blank. There'd be a huge controversy. Oh, absolutely. But Santa only hangs out with children and only hires little short people that look like children. And are you... When was the last black elf you saw? Wait, hold on. Is Santa Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> In disguise. <laughs> Instead of ho, ho, ho. People are actually... But this is the way he finishes his oh, whole okay. thing. People are actually promoting this dirty, racist, criminal pedophile to their children. And for as long as possible, at least until a select few of them... Uh, okay, then he gets vulgar, so I'll stop reading. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Santa's a pervert. Santa's a pervert. And we got to go And break. a racist. Yeah. And, and we have to go to break. <laughs> now that we've blown that wide open. Yeah. Another reason to hate... Christmas here on the Squatcast yeah. on the Toad Hop Network. We're going to be back in a minute with some insulting horoscopes and some more holiday drama. Call us up, 888 or tweet us at Squatcast mm-hmm. with your holiday uncheer. We'll be back in a moment. This is the Squatcast with Brennan and Eric. You're listening to the Squatcast on the Toad Hop Network.
Run DMC. Gone Christmas in Hollis. That's because Eric has swagger. I got swagger on Christmas. Everybody knows it. Yep. It's the truth, man. Maybe Santa will bring you some of that for Christmas. <sighs> if you ask real nicely. I wish, but I'm worried the Santa's broke too. Yeah. I got a little financial story. All right. And uh, it's going to get us into a discussion about who falls off your priority list. Yeah. Um, basically, this whole story is about. I don't need to read it to you. But this <laughs> good. Yeah, glad we're glad we're here. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't really. All need right. to do this. Good story. show. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. Or tweet us using at Squatcast. Basically, this kid started out, his mom gave him a bank account, right? Okay. Mine gave me a bank account. Did my you parent, get one? Yeah, my parents, because your parents have to set up a bank account for you exactly. early on. Yeah. Yeah. So after he put money into the savings account from his job, Daniel, his balance eventually fell to $4.85. And with such a small amount, he just ignored it. He was Well, his parents weren't teaching him about saving. Exactly. That's the whole reason my parents got me a bank account. Exactly. They made me put a percentage of everything that I made into it. Yep, but this guy, it fell to $4.85. So he just sort of forgot about it. It's kind of like my bank account now. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) And so what happened is they sent him a letter on October 12th informing them that it charged him a $9.95 monthly maintenance fee. What? Because the account had such a low balance. Right. How old is this kid? I don't know. He's it just says son. He's okay. just a oh, 18. He's oh, 18. okay. So he's a grown man. I didn't know that. I thought if if you were in the positive, I didn't know they charged you for a low balance. It, well, a lot of account there's different types of accounts. Sure. I know this. Some banks with certain types of checking, like they allow like you can write so many checks a month or you have so many mm-hmm. uh, you know, withdrawals or whatever. Um you then have to maintain a balance of at least a certain amount to qualify for those privileges. Gotcha. So he probably opened with one that gave him like unlimited check writing and bloody bleedy sure. blue, but he had to maintain like five hundred bucks in it or Do something. Do they put that on the paperwork? Bloody bleedy blue. Yeah, they they actually say bloody bleedy blue. Yeah. Well, the they started charging him ten, ten bucks a month. Wow. So that led to an overdrawn account right. of five dollars and ten cents. Now here's a question: Once he's gone in the negative, why do they keep charging? Him? They kept doing it. And then they that led to a twenty-eight dollar a day overdraft fee. Twenty-eight dollar a day. Yeah, and so finally he ended up with a two hundred and thirty dollar uh, in fees. That's just not to right. the bank. That's not right. From a four dollar and eighty-five cent balance, he was in the positive four eighty-five, and the punishment for that two hundred and twenty bucks in the negative. So. I, I feel like a lot of people are encountering, are encountering these issues, and mm-hmm. then the story goes on to say that they try to to get them to waive the fees, you know, inciting, hey, it's the Christmas season. Right, it's Christmas season. And they wouldn't let up. They're they're demanding their two hundred something dollars. It's going to be twenty eight dollars a day until he pays it. That's absurd to me. Yeah, and so I think a lot of people are having this problem. Are, these are financial the issues. Yeah, me and my girl, we had to buy each other phones. That was our only Christmas that's present your Christmas, this year. But that's a good Christmas present. Oh, it's, it's, you're going to use it every single day. Of course. And I know you especially, because look, let's, let's face it. At the end of the day, every relationship comes down to communication. Yeah. You know, whether mm-hmm. that's our special relationship. Yeah. Like or whether that's when she says, choke me, choke me. And I say, get the big one out tonight. Yeah. And you no like one knows that. which one of those was a safe word. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, every relationship comes as a communication and your phone Mm-hmm. Maybe worked for five minutes a day. Yeah, M- maybe that's pushing it. I kind of liked it. Your that phone way. was constantly dead. Yep. 
I mean, I we would literally hang out and you'd be like, hey, can you text my girlfriend real fast and just let her know I'm leaving? Yeah. Like, literally, that's what it came to. Mm-hmm. Your phone, And I could never get a hold of you. And so I literally gave up on using phone as a method by which to contact you. Yeah, but I sort of like that. Why? Because I don't like talking to people. <laughs> right. But at the end of the day... For a relationship to blossom, you got to be able to chat. Yeah, and but so we now, live in the same house. Okay, we can but, chat later. But so now you guys have phones, and you can reach out to each other, and you can talk. I think that's a wonderful gift. It is. It's a great gift, and I can play Angry Birds on it. So that's why I'm <laughs> happy and works you, with friends. Have you find, found the Mighty Eagle yet? No, I'm not. That's a cheat, right? Yeah. The, I don't want to cheat. All right. I want to I win. You want to win. I want to win the right way, sir. Oh, okay. Um, so you yeah, we so, got morals with this phone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a new Apple feature. My point it comes is with morals. that that it, it looks like I've got money because I got this nice new phone, but mm-hmm. in reality, it was all that we could do for Christmas this year. Right, I needed a phone, mm-hmm. so I asked for something that I absolutely needed. Right, and then that's it. That's all the money we're going to spend. So I think you guys aren't going to do like little stocking stuffers, we'll or have like a little make stocking. each other a little something, yeah. or a really nice card. I'm big on the card. Mm-hmm. I always get a really funny card and okay. then put something really heartfelt inside. That's every time. Then every every time I call. How it. is it heartfelt then if you plan it every? Well, because time. it's not like it's not like po- it's not like my love for thee is blah. Like it's not poetry. It's literally like you know, hey, last month this happened and like made me think of this. Like it's all topical and it's you know, you could read back those cards and see milestones of where we are and you know how our relationship's been. I think that's cool. Yeah. And you're able to laugh on the outside. And, and was then... I supposed to hold on to those cards that you gave me? No. They, oh, that's fine. Don't worry oh, about it. I didn't know that they were going to be milestones. No, it's fine. Just, I could look back on I wrote them the in, evolution of our friendship just, based on your Christmas cards. I wrote them in the nice cursive. and I You did work thought, really hard on those cards. Well, you always work very hard you on know, Christmas. Speaking of, I actually have a... Um, a Christmas card and a present for no, you. No, you don't. I do. I don't have anything for you. But it's our Christmas show. I thought we were going <laughs> to exchange gifts. I told you I was really busy. <laughs> but that's. But this is a, a what? Oh, I didn't know we were exchange. Oh, I have one for you at my house. Okay. It's at my house, though. Oh, it is? Or do you not have one for me yet, and nope. you're faking it? It is at my house. It's at your house right now? I just now? didn't know we were doing it right now. But it's our Christmas show. You're going to love it. it. Aren't you? You're leaving town, though. I'm leaving tonight. town tonight. I'm going from here to oh, the airport. Oh, I'm not going to be able to give that to you <laughs> How convenient. Uh, you could mail it to me. You know what? I'm. I could do that. But you want it to be special and wait till I come back. I really want to hand in person. it to you. Well, then I'll hand you this. I don't want it now. I feel bad. Well... I'm a better friend than you, and I got you a gift and a card. Okay, can I can I read the card in private? D- I read the card in private, but you can take it out and you can show people, okay. like, you know, the outside is funny and then the inside is a nice little tender note. Okay, so this is the Christmas card that you and your girlfriend took with creepy sweating, with creepy sweating Santa. Santa. Yeah, so okay, everyone so can show see that, that to camera because that looks funny. Make sure you guys uh, turn on the uh, the cameras here at ToadHopNetwork.com. You may be listening on the mobile site. So be sure to go back and watch the video podcast at toadhopnetwork.com or squatcast.com. That's right. And you can see right now I'm holding the creepy picture of Brendan and his girlfriend in creepy, sweating, perverted Santa. We're so excited to see him. Yeah. And they're holding their their uh, cheeks like the Home Alone kid. It is the Home Alone. That's exactly yeah. what we said we were going to do. Yeah. Hey, look at that. It's and fun. I can see Santa's erection. <laughs> no. No, I swear. No. He, he, he doesn't have an erection. He's got like a little baby stocking that. on it. 
Okay, so, so so then you wrote something moving and right. emotional, and I'm going to cry my eyes out. And you're not going to cry, but you'll be like, oh, that's sweet. It's the holidays. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, it's the open, holidays. Open it up. I can't remember. Did I use? Did I try really hard and write? No, no, you don't have to read it. Just show show the camera really fast. Quick flash. No, you just read it. Goes, no, 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 no take it. it away. Take it away. All right. Yeah, so I, I tried to write in my nicest sh- handwriting. Well, you guys could pause that and read his Christmas card to me. Oh, boy. Later on. Oh, no. All right. Do I really have to open this in front of everybody? No, don't open it in front of everybody because, no, that'll just be awkward and weird because I've got nothing to open. So then that's. I know. I feel bad. Hard and disturbing. So, on that note, because I'm completely insulted, we should probably go to insulting horoscopes. Wow. And call up if. it, who falls off your Christmas list? Oh, okay. Evidently, I didn't fall off of yours. But apparently, I fell off of yours. No, I just haven't gotten around to it. Well, you're not going to see me before house. Christmas. No, it's at my house, though. But you haven't gotten around to it. No, it's at my house. Stick to your story, Eric. It's at my house. Pick a story. So, uh, who falls off your list? Like, obviously, your mom, your dad, your brother, right? The, those are those are on the list. Yes, have no to questions. Be, have to be on the list. Okay, so then my girlfriend obviously, obviously on already the list. taken care of. So she's then, the only one though that was like done, done. Right. So then besides we'll, you, totally sitting <laughs> at my house. <laughs> so then, uh, what what about like colleagues? Like what about like Heidi and Frank and Heidi and Frank will be taken care of. I will generously, generously oh, with yeah. all the money you've earned this yeah. year from the Toad Up Network. Mm-hmm. With gonna, all that money, I'm all gonna, that money, you got to listen uh, on the twentieth. Twentieth, you yeah. guys are going to do Christmas Tuesday, on the Christmas 20th? show. Oh, okay, I'm going to cool. be giving them their gifts. Awesome. Yeah. And then what about all the? You could, obviously all the interns. You spent lavish amounts of money on all of them, right? No. no. I didn't, I didn't get him a single thing. You got you. Good. Good. Yeah. All right. And then, um, mm-hmm. what about like your agent? Do you do like a thing to your agent? Nope. 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 They didn't up. do anything for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good policy. Yeah. It's a really good policy. Yeah. So the interns, coworkers usually do fall so off the list. So who else makes it on the list for you? Just, basically, it's family and you. Family and you. I so don't... wait, wait. I, hold on. Yeah. So should I take that, mm-hmm. that I'm special because I'm the only one on the list that isn't ob- like family, mm-hmm. or should I be upset that I'm not considered family? Well, y- you weren't no, born no. into my life. Well, neither was neither was your girl. I consider you family. Neither was though. neither was your girlfriend. She wasn't born into your life, but she's considered family. Yes, of course. So I'm not considered family. You are considered family. You're but part you of just my said family. family, and then you. Yeah, family and so you. That's and not, Heidi and Frank. So that's not me. That uh, means I'm not family. You are. You're part of my family, I'm, and your presence I'm totally sitting really right there really next to the right now. Next to the computer. I, you know, I think I'd like to add something to I hate Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> When your friend doesn't love you as much as you love him. Oh, so I'm family? Yeah, you're family. I consider you like a brother. Oh, but yeah. I've never even met your parents. How does that make me your brother? I just met your parents for the yeah, first time. Exactly. Okay. Exactly, family member. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Right. Can you read me my horoscope? Because you want... you're making me feel bad. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to start with mine because mine's a little nicer than yours. Okay. Um... This week's insulting horoscope for Taurus, which is me. And these are real. These are real horoscopes. All right. Try not to show off too much today. People are definitely watching out for signs of pompicity and self-centered behavior. You ought to be able to take care of life without making such a big show of it. Wow. That is my horoscope. 
Holy crap. Basically like, hey, big boy, calm it down. You got a little bit of an ego yeah, there, Yeah, you got chief. a little ego there, Captain. Doesn't have to be the you show all the time. Wow. Yeah. That's my horoscope. Are you going through that? Is that accurate at all? I, you know, I, I, I don't know if it was, but I felt a little bad because they announced the International Academy of Web Television nominations today. Well, that sounds fancy. Right. And it's the only nomination that Squatters has never been a part of, only award Squatters has been a part of for the web, because you have to pay $90 per category per submission. You have to pay. You have to pay. To be considered. To be considered. So, for an award. So I can't afford that, so we didn't do it. So there's a lot of great people and a lot of great shows, and mm-hmm. you should definitely go support them because they are part of the whole Squatters family and friends. But we couldn't afford to do it. Now, pat yourself on the back a little bit, though. Okay. It's not the me, me, me show, right. but some shows that you're a part of some have shows, been nominated. Right. Pretty the Series, which I got the mustache for, was nominated. Video mm-hmm. Game Reunion, which you, you guys have seen me in uh, mm-hmm. as Mega Man, was nominated as Best Comedy. So, yeah, so there's some great stuff going on for some shows that I've been involved with. Which I'm is, proud of you, bud. Well, thanks, buddy. Um, but I did kind of take some jabs mm-hmm. at the shows today, playfully. And I was like, because it's the first year that they've done the IAWTV Awards. Mm -hmm. Very first year. Okay. They've never done this before. And so I I wrote them all the shows that I was a part of. Legend of Neil has a a nod for Sandeep Parikh uh, directing. Yeah, I love that show. Love that guy and love that show. And and so I wrote all of them and I was like, well, I'm just saying, you never got a nomination until I was a part of the show. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I, I was kind of throwing that out there that I was this hot deal. Like, I'm the reason you got a nomination, even though obviously I'm not, because I didn't get a nomination. Easy, Captain. And so then I read on my horoscope, and I was like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. maybe I need to calm it down a little bit. All right, what's mine? What's mine? So yours, mm-hmm. this is for cancer. That's you, right? That's me, yeah. The current astral configuration could be described as a crisis phase. Communication proves difficult for you. For a long time, you've been banking on others, noticing and appreciating your talent, but that's not going to happen. Oh, no! (laughs) That is your actual horoscope. My girlfriend's in the room, and she's looking at me like, I told you so. Are you feeling like that? Has that been kind of going on for you? No, I, ju- I just... I you, are do... you feeling undervalued around this time of year? It's not that I'm feeling undervalued, mm-hmm. but I do put in more hours right about now. You're putting in a lot of hours right now. Yeah. I, I really believe in this Toad Hop Network thing. I really believe in the Heidi and Frank show. Wait, am I forgetting any, anything? No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two parts of the Toad Hop Network that I believe in. Yeah. Um, I really believe in those two things, so yep. I put a lot of time and energy well, into, and, and into I'm, those And things. I'm going to go ahead and, and pat you on the back real fast. Okay. Um, you are doing a significant amount of work towards the new website yeah, for Toad Hop Network. We're going to have a big launch. Which is going to look amazing because I've seen some sneak peeks. And it's mm-hmm. going to be, right now, everybody has seen the site. It's very functional. It gets you to all the shows. Yeah. And it, it tells you what's live right now. But this is, imagine the HeidiandFrank.com site that's so involved and interactive and mm-hmm. you know where everything is and the graphics are cool and... The whole thing feels like a network. Yeah. And and the the actual Toad Hop site is going to feel that way now because of you. Oh, Come thanks. January. And Knock Solutions, we're working in, with right. them to make a great So you, you've been working really hard, and I just didn't know if maybe you weren't feeling appreciated this time of year. No, I feel appreciated. Yeah. My boss, Frank Kramer, came in today and told me I, that he just wanted me to know. Oh, yeah? That uh, hey he pre- he's lucky to have me, is oh, the way he put it. Well, that's sweet. He's lucky to have me, he did, said. Did you get a Christmas bonus? 
No, I think <laughs> so. He's not that lucky. I think, I think, uh, I think that was my Christmas bonus. <laughs> oh, that was the Christmas bonus. It was the old attaboy. The old attaboy. I got little, an attaboy for a little Christmas. pat on the butt. Wow. Yeah. So, th- thanks for that, Mr. Kramer. <laughs> yeah. I have a story I wanted to read during uh, unrelated news. Do you care if I get to it? Really yeah. Let's, fast? let's do it in the last five minutes. Because it's a it's a quickie. Yeah. And I wrote stuff down and stuff. So well, if, if you went to that kind of effort, then yeah, let's definitely. It seems like a shame to not do it. Right. I have a little audio. This is from a lady who. Uh, oh, a real life lady. Yeah. This is a news story <laughs> about a real life lady. Uh huh. And she um she's gotten in trouble. She has been fined eight times for throwing homemade cat litter in her trash. What? Yeah, the fines total $2,000. So here's what she's doing. She says she shreds old newspaper and junk mail and uses it as cat litter. She believes she is helping the environment by reusing the paper and avoiding cat litter you would normally find in stores. Here's a little audio. Several times a week, Patricia White shreds old newspapers and junk mail to use as a replacement for store-bought cat litter. Patricia believes it's better for the environment. So I'm actually trying to do something really good for the environment by using the shredded paper in the cat box, and then I get fined for it. Eight times Patricia has been fined, more than $2,000 in total, all for placing the soiled paper inside her trash instead of the recycling bin. When Patricia spoke to the trash inspector who wrote her the tickets, she says the inspector admitted to digging through trash cans looking for violations. So this inspector admitted right. full on that he went through looking for this homemade cat litter. Right. And then evidently he got done, turned in two circles, and covered it back up with his No! <laughs> That's what you wanted to do. Man, you were itching to do it. Oh. Turned around in two circles. And then covered it up with his back. Leg. No, I feel like this time of year, though, all city officials are doing. They're looking for every fine they can get on you. Of course you, they are. Because they know that it's going to hurt you the most. And they're trying to make their quotas and all that business. Yeah. What's odd is all she has to do is just recycle the shit paper. Yeah, but can you can't put that in the recycle well, bin. They can't fine her for both. She can't put that in the recycling bin and have them fine her for putting soiled paper if they're going to fine her for putting soiled paper in the trash. Ooh, but if they so let she her should do just that. do it. She should just be like, all right, I'll put it in the recycling bin, and you guys can deal with it. But then it's a violation. So you can't no, it's not. save the environment. You can't. No, because to me, you can't call it a violation both ways. If you're going to tell me it's a violation to put it in the trash can, then when I put it in the recycling, you got to let it but it's let it go. got poopy on it. Hey, but if it's got poopy on it in the trash can and they're finding her, then... Uh, but then, then when they recycle the paper, like this piece of paper here I'm writing on, yeah. that could have poopy in it. Yeah, but you know it has poop in it already. You think there's poopy in this paper? Yes. This is poopy paper. You think that all recycled paper that gets burnt up and turned into cardboard again and, and pressed out, mm-hmm. that it didn't touch any fecal matter or any junk or any trash? Or I any... would like to think not, sir. No. This is not poopy paper. I th- I, this is paper paper. I think when you buy something recycled, you're accepting the fact that it has been through a process. It has been a lot of among a lot of elements, just like that. Mm-hmm. Like those kind of elements. Just those kind of elements. <laughs> exactly. Uh, call up in the last couple of minutes. Say goodbye to us for 2011. Bye for 2011. Man. Yeah, it's been a good run. It's been a good run for yeah. uh, 2011. But we'll be back at the beginning of the year. That's right. Let me look at the calendar here. I believe our first live show uh, in 2012 will be on January 4th. January 4th. Yeah. Wow. And we'll Within be- the first couple days of the new year. Yeah. I'm excited. 
And I'm hoping it's going to be at the new location. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. So uh, a lot of big things happening here at the Toad Hop Network. And again, I just want to say one last time that we're very appreciative to Frank Kramer. We've uh, we've had a really good time doing the show. And we're also appreciative to you guys. Who? For listening. Everyone, both people that no, listen no, to no. the show. No, no, no. You're no. not appreciative. I'm appreciative of them. Eric is okay. not. Yeah. But you guys are the reason we do it. You know, again, this is a labor of love. Mm-hmm. It's so that we can have fun as friends together and, you know, on, on Eric's clock. Mm-hmm. And so that you guys, you know, you guys basically call up and you come out to our events and you get us hammered and... In Anthony's case, you show us your penis, and yep. I mean, there's a lot Sorry. of a lot of love that happens. We have calls flooding in now, which I'm excited about. This is the Squatcast. Oh, hey, what's up? What's up, Proto? Hey, I just wanted to say, uh, have a merry Christmas and whatnot. Well, have a merry Christmas, Hanukkah, holiday, uh, all of them to you as well, sir. I'm sure you'll be getting wasted. I'm a little drunk now. Good, good. Did yeah. you? You have to try some. Okay. You have to try well, some well, Hebrew. I didn't hear that, you're, that you, Sir Brendan, are heading back. I thought you guys were both stranded here this this year. We're both what? I thought you, you guys were both stranded here this year, and you weren't going to go back to visit your folks. No, no, no that was Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. We had to choose holidays. Yeah, um, and we chose Christmas over Thanksgiving. So we're out of here. So well, happy yeah. happy holidays to you, sir. We have a bunch of people on the line, and we've like All one right. minute left of show. Mm-hmm. But Good. thanks for calling in. This is the Squadcast. What's going on? Hi guys, it's Angelo. Hey Angelo, happy holidays. Hey. Happy holidays to you guys, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Brendan, did you get the picture I sent to you of you and Eric from the event? Not yet, but I can't wait for it. I just uh, tweeted it to you, I think, and uh, yeah, that's my little gift to you guys. All you right. know, a little holiday joy in that. Well, happy Kwanzaa. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Angelo. Angelo. Merry Christmas. This is the Squatcast, who's calling? Merry Christmas, baby. Merry Aww. Christmas, Anthony. I just wanted to say I love both of you, and I hope you guys have a fantastic Christmas with your family. Well, we hope you have a fantastic Christmas with your family as well as possibly some man honeys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish you many, many man honeys down your chimney. And yes. Anthony, by the way, my girlfriend is in love with you now. She wants to be your best friend in the world. Uh, well, I love Shmoo. All right. I don't call her Shmoo in person, but no, I love her. And she probably loves me because I was keeping check on your ass. Yeah, you I'm were. Wondering. You were protecting my ass all night. I was. I was I was getting some looks from some ladies. Mm. I mean, it could have gone down. Whatever. And Anthony, I heard him in the Whatever. background. Um, what what did you say? Um, uh, no. If that had happened, I would have called that a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Anthony. Thanks, it's Anthony. Been a blast for- talking to you. We'll see you in uh, 2012. 2012. See you next year, guys. Alrighty. All right, man. Well, Aww, I feel so loved. So uh, probably man, should have said that before the last two minutes of the show. Happy holidays to you and to you, my and, friend. And uh, I'll see you in the new year because I'm literally going straight from here to the airport. Literally. Yep, that's happening. It's the last squat cast of 2011. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for the calls. Thanks for the crazy stories. Thanks for hating Christmas with us. I hope it gets better for everybody. Anything else you want to say, big guy? Nope, I love you, buddy. All right, love you too. Ew. Ew. That felt a little weirder than I expected. It's it going to only get weirder in the new year. Stick around for Nick Ritchie Radio That's... coming up right now at 8 o'clock. I'm sure there's a few uh, Christmas bushes that are going to come on that show. He's got hot naked on. chicks and uh, oh, more hot naked chicks. Good. So they're all going to be here on the Nick Ritchie Radio program coming up right now. Wearing only stockings here on the Toad Hop Network. Merry Christmas, big boy. <laughs>